Welcome to Breaking Bread with Jen. On this episode, we open up the pod with Harry Todd. Yes, I just made a rap and a rhyme for today's episode. Opening up the pod with Harry Todd. We're going to talk about how it has become imperative for people to seriously take the subject of life insurance for end of life planning and for legacy planning. And Harry Todd is an expert on this subject. He has over 20 years of expertise and professionalism in the area of insurance and life insurance. Um, So Harry, I see in your bio, first of all, welcome, welcome to well, Jen, thank you for having me in your pod, Harry yes. yes, Todd. Yes, I am. I am peacock proud and hyena happy to be here talking with you and your listeners this yes. afternoon. And I'm yes, thank you yes. for having me. You're more me. than welcome, and this is truly a treat to have you with us um, on the podcast. And just looking at your bio that you sent me. You are more than I ever thought that you were. I I knew that you were amazing, but looking at your bio, you really do have a strong background in this arena. Um, So I see that over the span of 20 years, you went from working in the area of insurance for some very reputable corporations And it looks like then you ventured off and for like the past, what, 10 years, you've been doing your own private practice in in the area of of insurance, correct? That's correct. So, so, so Jen, I am a life insurance lifer. So I started in the business in 1992 and I have, I really dedicated myself to growth and personal development and to really figure out a way to be singularly good at something, at one mm-hmm. thing. And that is really, I solve, I solve problems for individuals, families, corporations that they may not know that even they even have. And I use my tool is our insurance products. And, you know, I've done nothing else. I haven't sold cars, uh, you know, uh, beepers, pagers, <laughs> uh, direct TV subscriptions. Mary Kay, nothing wrong with that stuff, but I've really been really focused on on this craft in offering to my customers all that that, that I know and all that I'm able to offer. To right, them. right. One of the things that I have noticed, and I'm sure that you've noticed as well, is it seems that within the past ten years, with the development of this GoFundMe platform, um, people seem to, when they have emergencies that arise with one's um, health and life transition, instead of being prepared with a life insurance policy, there is this phenomenon of people using GoFundMe to ask for donations for that end-of-life planning. And that seems to be um, a problem 
And that's a problem that I would like for us <laughs> to talk about in regards to sure. taking responsibility for the inevitable, okay? Um, and, and how GoFundMe really is not the way to go uh, because it seems to add stress on the individual or the family in trying to get up enough money for the end-of-life planning. And it also doesn't right. really leave a financial legacy to your loved ones. So why do you think people are choosing to go the gun, GoFundMe route and not go the more formal route of having a life insurance policy? Well, that's a great question, Jen. And I'm, I'm going to give you some historical context, if right. you don't mind, which, which is... My grandparents and probably your grandparents and many of our grandparents and great grandparents, they had they were hardworking men and women. Maybe they didn't have as much mm-hmm. as we do, but they 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 believed in a couple things. They had a, a church church dress, mm-hmm. a Sunday going to meeting dress or whatever going to church dress, a church suit, and they put their nickels. Literally, they're nickels and dimes together on a weekly basis to pay an insurance mm. man to ensure that they will be taken care of going mm-hmm. up yonder. Because they, they love their family. They did not want to be a burden right. on their family. They want to take care of themselves. These were hardworking, pride, prideful people. And they didn't want to be a burden on anybody. And it would, it would be an anathema for them to, to, to leave that burden. Mm-hmm. On someone else, another generation. And I may add, many of these same hardworking people, they believe when a child was was born, a grandchild, Mm -hmm. they will call Mr. Insurance Mm -hmm. Man and put $5,000 on grandbaby number six, five, three, or two. Doesn't matter. And and that's that's what they believe. Sadly, in our community, and not just the black community, Personal responsibility has taken its backseat. It's all about what somebody else can do and when they're going through a harsh time. Don't get me wrong. GoFundMe may have a place. And, you know, when a person is grieving, you know, it's hard to grieve for somebody. And then at the same time, try to figure out how they're going to put, you know, their mother, cousin, sister, or whatever away. And the fact of they have to beg people right. for their money. They have to go on sympathy and try to get this money up by a certain time period to do so. But the most important part you mentioned, there's no legacy building. And the fact is, we have the opportunity to have pro-choice, freedom of choice. Meaning, I could go get my hair cut. I could go buy a fifth of some kind of favorite alcohol or all that kind of stuff. But then I wouldn't take care of my family. I mean, I, so, you know, I, I personally am, you know, loathe to, to be, to participate in those. I mean, I have when it's a situation, uh, a health situation, or I I have done it, but because I have, I'm a, I'm a Christian man. And, and I believe in, in, in the tenets of that. But, I try to also educate people that, you know, God loves a child who has his own. I love to educate people that, hey, you can take care of this. 
especially single fathers, single mothers. And it's not a sexist thing. This is for everybody. You love your babies. Let's take care of them. Let's make sure your children have tax-deferred, tax-free money. And you'll be able to leave a legacy potentially for them. And it really it doesn't cost as much as people might right. think. The costs for a basic plan that will afford you the ability to do the end-of-life planning at a funeral home with a funeral director, uh-huh. plus leave some for a financial legacy to your loved ones. What's a basic plan like that set up? Okay, well, that's a, that's a great question. So there, are, in a life insurance, there are a couple different plans. You have a term plan, you have permanent policy, which are called either whole life or universal life. And just basically, term plan covers you for a certain time period. 10 years, 15 years with a set premium. The premium does not go down. The face amount does not go down. A permanent plan, either universal life or whole life, covers you for the length of your life as long as the premium is paid. And, you know, there are different ways you have cash accumulation, etc. I don't want to go too detailed, but particularly your question, for example, a 25-year-old man or female. Now, mind you, insurance rates are based upon your age, your sex, your health, and your smoking status. Mm. So a person who smokes will pay more than a person who doesn't okay. smoke. Uh, but in general, I, you know, just to be general, because again, the rates are based upon those factors, you could leave, you could do a, a $25,000 policy on a permanent basis for a 25-year-old for probably 30, 25, 30 bucks a okay. month. Okay, yeah. And that will, that's something that will last that person the rest of their life as long as they pay their premium. So that's why I tell people it's so important to get your insurance as soon as you as you're able to turn 18 that could because the younger you are mm, you're locked in the you're, younger you're locked yeah in. you're locked okay in. and and it guarantees your more your mortality so you know you know people between 35 and 40 they they maybe become hypertensive yes. or they start being become re-diabetic yes. or just other maladies that we see every day but if you know you have insurance already Maybe not be as much as you want, but at least it's something. It's better to have and not need than to need not have. Right, right. So, okay. So for a simple twenty-five to thirty dollars, that that can give you a twenty-five thousand dollar policy, which is more than enough to have a, a respectful uh, service um, with the yes. preparing of, of of the body and all of that. The casket, picking out the casket, and these are these are conversations, albeit uncomfortable, these are real conversations that people need to have with their loved ones. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. So... There are people who are dealing with this conversation right now, Jen, and they are... Trust me, how many times I get calls from a family, Mr. Todd, so-and-so died. I'm like, wow, my condolences. And the next question is a little silence. They say, well, Mr. Todd, did they get a policy? I see your name, your card. Mm-hmm. And I say, sadly, I'm sorry, uh, your, your, your loved one, he did not 
signed the papers. Mm. He did not do it. He or she did mm. not do it. I feel horrible because we try to, and people have a lot of this, this, this givings. And, you know, I make sure I don't pressure anyone to do anything. Yes. I just inform them of the opportunities and I make, let them make the decisions. And sadly, sometimes they don't act and it's right. Uh, it's sad, sad, sad. And I, I want people uh, listening to know um, how smoothly that process can go with a re- reputable funeral director if you have a policy. You know, the stress of the, the emotional right. stress of losing a loved one, um, be it through an expected illness or a tragedy. The one thing that can relieve some of that stress is having a policy, a life insurance policy, and it'll make that process with the funeral director go effortlessly almost, you know. So, to your point, Jen, I started in, again in 1992. With the Swanson mm. Group. The Swanson Group was a a holding company of Swanson Funeral Home. So our group, we set up pre-need policies or pre-need operations across the country. So the Swanson Group would have a, a, a business relationship with a funeral home in whatever city. I would come in as, as an area sales director and build up a sales force, sales team. And we'd reach out to the community to talk about pre-need. Well, you, you hit the nail on the head when you talked about how easy it is. The thing is, it's already going to be stressful. We are going to be missing our loved one. We're grieving. Yes. We're grieving. So we know we can't make the best decisions under right. grief. But when you have somebody who loves you to have told you, here are my papers. Here they are. All you have to do is take them to Mr. Swanson, Mr. Coles, or Barksdale, or right. whoever, Mr. Hutchinson, right. and give them to him, and he'll take, he'll care, take of the rest. care of the rest. Indeed. He or she, he or she will take mm-hmm. care of the rest. That shows love, shows forethought, and it shows that, baby, I want you to grieve. But don't worry about me. I'm in a better right. place, and I've taken care yes, of this. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, Harry, if, if you don't mind, how could a listener of Breaking Bread with Jen get in touch with you if they want to have a sit-down to go over this subject a little bit more and maybe strongly consider moving forward with the policy? Can you share your contact information? Absolutely, absolutely. First of all, my name is Harry C. Todd. My company is H.C. Todd and Company, which is a holding company because uh, I do a lot of di- I deal with a lot of different carriers. And my phone number is 313-410-5755. My email is Todd, T-O-D-D, Companies, C-O-M-P-A-N-I-E-S-L-L-C, at yahoo.com. And I, I'm a one-person company. However, I have a lot of different people working for me at different time periods. So, meaning, when you call Harry Todd and Company, you're going to talk to Harry Todd. And I'm committed to start seeking that solution for you and your family. And the biggest way is by me shutting up and listening of your hopes and dreams. And then 
I'm going to start seeking that solution and then give you something where you will be able to have peace of mind. That's very yes, important to me. Yes, yes, yes. So thank you so much for uh, joining us today in the pod. It's been my pleasure. Um, my pleasure. This was a wonderful education and awareness topic that hopefully people will contact you um, or anyone that's in the business of doing what you do if they can't contact you. Because at the end of it all, we want more people doing life insurance policies as opposed to doing GoFundMe Accounts. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, thank you for joining us, and thank you, everyone. It's been my pleasure. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you for yes, having and me. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Breaking Bread with Jen. And remember that it will be a soon-to-come next episode after you enjoy this one. And always remember that it is better to give than it is to receive. Have a good evening. Amen. Thank you. Bye bye.